When Greg Stone was younger, he was always a good boyfriend. Or at least, he tried to be. Now, please be advised, the names in this story have been changed for reasons that will soon become apparent. Snapped up. So I just started dating Wendy, and uh, she was super cool. We met on a bus. We were on a class trip. And then this girl walks on. She had, like, a punk rock T-shirt on. Uh, she sat down, immediately just started smiling. We clicked, like, insanely quick. Yeah, I mean, we had this amazing relationship, at, you know, at first. It was great. Like, we, you know, we had this uh, little, at first it was a little issue about religion. She was born-again Christian, and I was agnostic. Now, I don't have any issues with religion. Um, but her friends, for some reason, her friends hated me for it. And then 9-11 happened. And it was a rough day because where I'm from in New Jersey was just 20 minutes outside of the city. We all had friends or family that were either there or related to someone directly there. Um, and I knew her dad worked in the World Trade Center. So I remember just calling her and her dad was all right because he didn't go in that day. So later that night, I went to my girlfriend's house for dinner. And, you know, it was pretty intense. I mean, we were all pretty raw. You know, everyone was solemn. But also, you know, like we were happy that her dad wasn't there. I just remember her dad standing at the table and us sitting there and him looking at everyone and just going, let's hold hands and thank Jesus. And her father says, uh, I was supposed to be there. Jesus kept me out of the building. And everyone was happy to be like, oh, yeah, he did. And I, I went, why would Jesus keep you out of the building? Why just you? And then he said, well, because we're good Christians, good Christians. And he got us out because we're good Christians. And I was like, so you don't think anybody else in there was either a good Christian or deserved being saved? That he just let all these other people die, but because you prayed a bunch of times, he saved you. All my questions, all the pain, everything from that day all just starts firing at this poor guy. I wasn't trying to yell at him, but I literally, he's making 9-11 about him. And I'm pretty much yelling at him. I mean, no one is blinking, their mouths are open. This is the boyfriend who's been extremely shy and courteous and sweet to them and never said a word. Like, I was the quiet, sweet guy. I was like, hello, mister. How are you? Hello, I love you. How's everyone doing? I love everybody. I was very sweet. Wanted to impress, make everyone like me. And then we had this moment. Now I'm screaming at her family. And I'm like, oh my God, what did I? She runs away and I followed after her. And she was laying face down into a pillow, just devastated. And she gets her head up from the pillow and, you know, her makeup is running and her face is red. She looked at me and she just said, all my friends told me that the devil was going to test me. 
Now you're making me question this. This is the test they've been telling me about. And I was like, wait, are you saying I'm the devil? And she was like, not the devil, but you're a test from the devil. And she just shut down. She shut down and I remember her just going, you know, I think you got to go. I think you got to go home. And then that was it. It was over. The breakup for me was, it was rough. And then I started to look at myself like, am I the devil? I might be the devil. How do I know I'm not the devil? I mean, would the devil know he's the devil? I started to have a really bad taste in my mouth for religion. So I just threw it all away. I went from agnostic to atheist. It took me about a year to really kind of get myself together. I'm just starting to really kind of date. And I met a girl in class. And we were going to go hang out. We get into my car, and we just started making out. And uh, I just kind of stop her in the middle, thinking this is like a fun, like, oh, I'll make a fun joke. And uh, I go, yeah, you're not, like, born-again Christian, are you? And uh, she stops. Just tears come out of her eyes. And she goes, oh, my God, it's always an issue. I'm like, no, 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 you don't understand. It, it's not an issue. I have no problem. Clearly it's not. A, I mean, clearly I have a thing for born-again Christians. It's really, it's not you. You're, you're beautiful. You're great. I had never met any other born-again Christians in my life. I didn't think I would meet another one again. If she wasn't born-again Christian, she'd be like, oh, no, of course I'm not. I'm like, good, because I don't want you to think I'm the devil. And we would have laughed. So a couple months later, I meet Laura at a bar. We were at a hula hands in New Jersey. She worked at the Hula Hands, and I worked at TGI Fridays, which was across the street. And uh, she was really attractive, way out of my league. But for some reason, she was like, I made her laugh. I just kept making her laugh. And, you know, I just, I was just on point. And this girl, we're making out in the foyer of the Hula Hands. It's for fun. And then uh, we make back to my car. And then we're making out in my car. And she's like hot and heavy, and she stops making out and she looks at me and she goes let's just put it all out there what makes you crazy what is let's get to know it now so we can just accept it and I was like yeah well sometimes I say dumb things and then I regret them immediately and she was like yeah yeah but like come on and I go yeah but what about you man you seem perfect what about you what's your craziness you know uh, and in my head I'm just going do not say born again Christian do not say born again Christian so I just grabbed anything and I went I don't know you're not like bulimic or anything, are you? She stops. She pauses. She looks at me. And she goes, only my grandmother knows. And she and she starts crying. And I go, oh my God, not again. And I just am like, hey, listen, I didn't mean it. Like, there's nothing. I literally just said anything. And she was like, please don't tell anybody. Uh, she never called me again. So about a year later, I'm dating this other girl. We had a really having a, you know, having a good time, having a laugh. And I'm telling her about my exes. You know, we're having that conversation at a bar. And I'm just telling her this story. This is a great story. It's a great story about how I constantly put my foot in my mouth. And I'm like, I'm always putting my foot in my mouth. And I called some girl Christian, and she was, and she hated it. 
dated the girl. She was bulimic. And she was like, wait, what? And I was like, yeah, this girl from Houlihan's, you know, blah, 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 Laura. And she was like, wait, I know Laura. And I was like, what? And she was like, oh, my God, I kind of thought that. But and as she's literally saying, I kind of thought that. But the door opens. Laura walks into the bar. I haven't seen her in a year. And she looks me right in the eyes, sees Sarah, sees us, our faces are ghost white, makes a beeline right for us. We, I just go, hey. And she goes, you didn't tell her, did you? And I was like, I, I, and like the girl I was dating was like, I don't know, it's okay, we're cool. Like she just put her finger to my face, she was like, you're a I told you that in confidence. And then she just stormed off. It was too perfect. It was like, it, being an atheist, I'm just saying to myself, man, if anything is going to make me believe in God, this is it. Thanks so much to Greg Stone. Greg is a comedian living in New York. You can hear him on his own podcast, The Rad Dude Cast. We'll have a link and more information at snapjudgment.org. The original score was created and performed by Leon Morimoto. That story was produced by Liz Mack. <laughs>